0: From Studio C. Oh, C. your Dimly lit room where? Deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound on a brand new week. Pregnant with possibilities of triumph or disappointment. Ooh. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Oh, you didn't don't... realize that all hung in the balance, <laughs> did you? Well, don't leave out continued mediocrity. That's, uh, hey, that fits in with what I was about to talk about. But anyway, today we're under the tutelage of our general
2: manager. Volodymyr well, Zelensky and the courageous Ukrainian people, plus rich strike. You're shocking upset Kentucky Derby winner.
0: Yeah, I was, I'm only here to announce that this is my last day because I put everything I had on that horse. I had a tingling. All gamblers know when you get a tingling, you got to go with it.
2: Oh, you must. And I took the kid's college money. Dot, <laughs> dot. <laughs> I hawked both my cars. One kidney. A kidney. Exactly.
0: Everything I had. And I put it on that horse. What was it called? Uh, a rich Strike. Rich Strike. That's what I put all my
2: money on. I tell you what, I have watched the replay of that race. NBC Sports, uh, which covered it, has put out the replay where they they have the arrow. I tweeted that out. I tweeted that out uh, over the weekend. It's oh, fantastic. Great, yeah. I've watched it over and over again. Where you see this horse, which was the last horse entered, only because another horse uh, twisted an ankle or something and had to drop out. They got in at the last minute. This like a cheap horse. These are you know hard working, <laughs> much more regular guys than most horse racing people. Fresh from the plow, it was pulled a plow <laughs> over there. <laughs> the horse got three legs, blinded one eye. They walked it across the highway, fresh from the plow. Unbelievable. Found the <laughs> shortest person in the crowd they could find. Well, I, I've ridden horses a couple of times. <laughs> get him on, on it, then. Put on these funny-looking clothes and get on <laughs> But anyway, so this horse is, I mean, it's like there's uh, four-fifths of the race is done. They're coming around the final turn. The thing's mired in, like, 15th place. With There's no way it can get to the front. And it just, A, it weaves in and out. It it, it finds openings. And then, evidently, it's got, like, a fifth gear. And, and the jockey... It was like a horse had an outboard engine, and it plows through the rest of the horses. And what's great, why I watched the call over and over again, and it just got me so charged up, and I don't even know why, is the announcer, the track announcer, who's one of the all-time greats, he doesn't utter the horse's name until it's like one stride from the finish line. And he goes, he goes, restrike! The longest out of the field! Where's the Kentucky Derby? He's like, where the hell did that horse come from?
1: Where did he come from?
0: Yeah. Well, I tweeted out that very video. And if you haven't seen it, the overhead shot with the arrows. So I watched it. So I, I heard about it a lot like a lot of people did. And then I wanted to check it out. And I saw that video. And as I was watching the video, I thought, oh, this must be the wrong video. This, this can't be the right video. They got the arrow on the wrong horse. Well, because that horse is way too far
2: behind, and there's there's the finish line. There's no way no, that Well, then he's here. got 15 or 18 horses in front of him. I mean, it's not like you can just say, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. No, you have to get around them somehow. It's just a miracle.
0: Yeah, I think he had a bottle of nitrous in the trunk. I think that was what's going on there. Horse had been hauling little kids around at the county fair <laughs> hours before the race.
2: The guy who owned it, pettiless, lives on the street. All he's got is a horse. Since <laughs> he begs at an intersection with his horse next to
0: him. Yeah, that I, I, was absolutely amazing. And uh, biggest upsets not, since 1913 or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. There you go. Now no, that doesn't count. Who knows what was going on back then? I think it was people in horse suits. <laughs> <sighs> wow. <laughs> so you yeah. mentioned
2: uh, ongoing mediocrity. That, uh, I. Th- oh, oh, I'm sorry. One more Kentucky Derby note, uh, and more on this later. I ingested my first ever mint julep. Oh, really? So That was very exciting. Went to a Kentucky Derby party. A Kentucky Derby party. Yes. Wow. So you watched it live then? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, people, did, uh, we had a we had a pool with a grid with the numbers and stuff. And did people uh,
0: lose their s when it happened? Or, I mean, like, yes. People could absolutely. Hold, nobody could hold their mud.
2: It was so exciting. Uh, well, not quite that bad, Johnny Depp. I mean, it was f- fine. Nobody lost control of their bowels. Uh, all the gals were wearing the fancy hats.
3: Oh it was, yeah.
2: It was funny.
0: Yeah. I went to one of those in North Carolina once. It was a different. It wasn't a uh, Kentucky Derby party, but it was a steeple race chase thing out in a big field. And the women were alive, yeah, and uh, standing out there in the field. And the women wore great big hats, and the guys got all dressed up. And there was weird drinks around, and (laughs) that's that sounds charming. I've never done that. Um... Well, let's start the show officially, and then I'll get into speaking of mediocrity. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Monday, May 9th, the year 2022.
2: We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Well, then, let's leap into action officially according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go. The show begins at mark. Oh, my goodness! The longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby! Rick Strike has done it in a stunning, unbelievable upset!
0: So I got to assume that unless you're the sort of gambler that puts money on all the horses or you're the jockey's wife, you didn't, uh, you you know, just to be nice, you didn't
2: uh, (laughs) you didn't you didn't have any money on the horse anyway. Right. Uh, I'm probably not. No. I mean, some guys will put 20 across the board on every horse, hoping that a super long shot comes in. But. I mean, it would have to because you've effectively made the odds 20 to 1 against yourself.
0: Right, exactly.
2: Um, well, or, you know, I, I may start just betting 20 bucks on like the five longest shots every year. Uh, why a, not? I could afford it. Sure, and maybe in 100 years, the uh, same thing will happen. Make a Phil Mickelson joke at me if you want. It's not 40 million. Come on. And yeah, maybe once in a while you win big. I don't know. So if you've been following the whole Ukraine thing, you were aware that today,
0: May 9th, is a big deal in Russian history. It's Victory Day. It's the anniversary of Russia really winning World War II, and they played the biggest role in the whole dang thing. Uh, and uh, so they have a big parade there. And uh, Vladimir Putin, there was a lot of concern that he was going to make some giant announcement that could make this war significantly worse. I read several articles about that over the weekend. Was he going to come out and, you know, and double down on the Ukraine belongs to Russia or now is the time to more than ever, you know, something like that. And he basically said nothing to which, uh, as you going through all the punditry of people who claim that they know what they're talking about, the thinking being he's he's settling in for a long drawn out slog more of a i can't i'm not going to win but i can't lose sort of thing than the previous 3 months which was a, an attempt to take the country and mm-hmm. install a new government and all that sort of stuff and so now it's just going to be a long We'll wait you out. We'll wait everybody out. We'll wait out. We'll wait out the world's attention. We'll wait out the Ukrainians' will. We'll just wait it out, like we they, like they did in Chechnya, because it took years for them to get the Chechens to submit.
2: Wow, the idea that a bunch of poorly trained, young, apathetic were forced into service Russian, uh, you know, units are going to quote, outweigh or outlast the Ukrainians in their own country seems insane to me. Yeah, Not to mention point. the economic damage that's going to be done to Russia as the chokehold gets tighter, although you got your your Indias and Chinas and that sort of thing that'll continue to buy from them, so that kind of weakens that end of it.
0: But you're right that if the Russian soldiers weren't motivated before, imagine six months from now when it's just like, what,
2: is, what are we doing here? taking pot shots from increasingly accurate and powerful artillery from the Ukrainian side. That's what they're doing there. Yeah, they're not going to like it.
0: They might get new stuff we've invented that nobody's even heard of a year from now.
2: Well, evidently, uh, yeah, we're already shipping to them heavy-duty artillery with American calibers. It's no longer the Soviet surplus stuff that they've been getting, the good stuff, where you could you know, throw a strike from 20 miles away, So, uh, and, and and powerful shells as well. Good luck, Pooter. Yeah. Such a horrible miscalculation. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, as seeing where some of the towns where Russia has taken over, some of the smaller towns that we don't know the names of, uh, they've, they've got the Russian flag flying over the courthouse. They've put in uh, governments. They're teaching Russian in the schools. They've changed the names of the streets in the town, the whole thing. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's something. So here's an interesting development, one more thing on that, in the, the threat against Elon Musk that has happened over the weekend from the Russians. I'll have to read that to you. It's a little long, but an actual threat at Elon Musk for providing this, the, the Starlink Wi-Fi over the country so that they could continue to uh, fight. I guess Putin just figured that out or whatever, and the Russian government officially threatened Elon, and Elon put out a tweet overnight, if I die under mysterious circumstances, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow you gotta love the
0: guy he's an interesting dude uh so we'll talk more about that later how does mailbag
2: look oh pretty good start to the week feeling good about it elon have security I suppose it's
1: got oh, it, right? i think
0: so yeah why wouldn't yeah. you the world's richest man you might as well you could throw a couple bucks at sure you get a handful of you know one of yeah. those guys that drives a uh an old uh, Mercury marquee with uh, lights on it and a sign that looks like it's a police symbol, but it's not really. One of those people. <laughs> you think he's got rent
2: cops <laughs> No, I think he's, he's he's got really, really good rent cops Like your Hollywood stars get the big burly guys when they go out to the nightclubs. It's sure prob- that's what he's got. He's probably got former Mossad or something.
0: Anyway, we got much on the way. Our text line, four one five two nine five kftc
3: Armstrong.
4: armstrong and getty show
0: after six straight weeks of losses in the stock market another down day it looks like an early going so who knows what's going on there
2: Mm. Mm. you know one thing i left out of my kentucky derby screed was that the jockey uh what's his name I can't remember i'll look it up Uh, it was his first ever derby he was thrilled. He thought, oh, my God, I get to ride in the Kentucky Derby. And he won. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And and he fled, he fled the horrors of totalitarianism and communism in Venezuela to come to the great land of opportunity, oh, the United States. Cool story. Got a wife and a little baby. Good for him. Love it. Love it. This is the land of opportunity. Come on. For now. Who's with me? For now, Uh rough weekend for
0: Georgetown Law School as several of their professors have said or done incredibly
2: wacky things that are disturbing. We'll oh, get, I love it. We'll get to that later. Yes, please. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Jack, I'll leave it up to you. Do you want um, kind of critical and carefully watching out for freedom, or do you want kind of uplifting? Uh, I need uplifting to start All the right. week. I need to start the week uplifted. George Washington, perhaps you've heard of him. He said, Liberty, when it begins to take root, is a plant of rapid growth. Mm. Mm. There you go. Like a weed. Damn right, G-Dub. Damn right. Mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I love this. There are things we should get to, but I just like this note so much from the always interesting Paolo. Guys, read an article in the San Jose Mercury News. One short article had three... Different stupid things in a very short story. Three kinds of stupid featuring Steve Kerr, the coach of the Golden State Warriors basketball team. Three kinds of stupid. The Armstrong and Getty show. Number one Some Memphis weatherman issued an offensive tweet about the Warriors player Draymond Green. The, the, the Warriors are playing Memphis, the Grizzlies. Ah, yeah, there are people who do this. Uh, Uh, So the fact that a weatherman decided to make an angry tweet about Draymond Green is his first kind of stupid. I don't know. But two, the story does not tell us what offensive thing he said. Why are we so afraid of words? Treating them as too horrifying to even mention only gives them more mysterious power. What what the weatherman actually said, which merited all this reaction, was... Draymond Green runs his effing mouth all game long, but mild-mannered Kyle Anderson disputes one call and gets ejected? That was it. That was the terrible thing for which he had to be, I don't know, suspended or whatever. Warriors blew him off the court by 30 points in game three. Then the third kind of stupid, Steve Kerr, who's benefited greatly from this country and its institutions, takes the opportunity to do a little America bashing. This is a quote from the insufferable idiot... Steve Kerr, who coaches the Warriors, doesn't surprise me that a weatherman would tweet a slur at Draymond in 2022. Not in the slightest. This is America. This is how we operate.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, it, that, that, that stuff makes it hard to be a Warriors fan. Jeez, you know, the one, whatever. The, one, the whole self-hatred
2: thing. God, I'm so tired of that. Now, the one my, my one caveat that I'm realizing now as I look at this is, and Paolo, I wish you'd made it a little more explicit, but Draymond Green runs his blanking, his expletive mouth all game long. I assume that expletive was an F-bomb. I'll, I'll have to verify that. Uh, and I will do that uh, as soon as but possible.
0: But even if it was something awful, the whole this is the way America operates, as if other
2: countries don't, whatever. Or as if the rest of us agree with them. Steve Kurt is an insufferable America hater. He is rotten. <laughs> Go Warriors! I cheered for him when he was a bull. Let's see. Uh, Oh, this is great. Dan from North Carolina says, "Thank you, Johnny Depp." Guys, I'm recently retired, helping out a few hours. Oh, uh, uh, Michael, you want? I might want to grab our recent Johnny Depp clips. I should ask you, but I'm a I'm a fool and bad at my job.
0: Fecal matter.
2: Exactly. Uh, That's one of them. Uh, I'm recently retired. Fecal matter. Johnny, hang on. You're not ready yet. I'll cue you, all right? I'm recently retired, helping out a few hours a a week at the local YMCA. That's a lovely thing to do, yeah. Recently, one of our special needs patrons had an accidental release in the pool. We stayed quiet until he and his caretaker departed on their own, then got to work. I was smiling the whole time. Hope no one thought I was laughing at this unfortunate young man. I just had Mr. Depp's dramatic rendering of fecal matter. (sighs) Fecal matter. And... So bizarre, so grotesque, <laughs> constantly going through my head. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Dan from NC. Thanks, bud. That's nice. And that's nice that you're helping out the folks at the YMCA. Cool. Uh, let's see. Here's Mad Dog. Writes, guys, I don't think I would have gotten through the job of shoveling and snow blowing the six inches of snow, uh, et cetera, across from my house without your shows I listen to on podcast. I laughed at the Otto Bismarck crack yesterday. Uh, the head of Germany is actually Olaf Scholz. I don't have, I have no memory of that Friday. <laughs> no? We probably what? said it. Okay. Which is even worse because of the Frozen movies. Uh, saw you guys when you opened for Michael Savage at Concord Pavilion way back when. Wow. Don't ever stop. Now I'm 70 and shoveling snow in retirement. WTF. Well, WTF indeed, man. Dog moved to Florida like everybody where? else. Sure, they got cockroaches the size of small children, lizards that can eat you, but
3: come on. where's he taxes. Where's...
0: I'm going to move to snow when I retire. Uh, where did, uh, when where's he live where it snowed? Doesn't, didn't, didn't make huh. that clear.
2: Yeah, I know the weather in the northeast is horrible this weekend, but... Uh... Let's see. Here's here's Michael, the attorney. Listen to your show. Amber Heard should never act, ever act again. I'm an attorney in Texas. I never counsel my clients to act or force any emotion. Just tell the truth. Jurors are the best BS detectors. They'll punish you for faking emotions more than they'll punish you for seeming overly calm or technical. Interesting.
0: Uh, Going to catch up on a whole bunch of stories from the weekend coming up. Stay with us.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
4: Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva, Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
3: Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers,
4: strong and getty
1: show pro-choice advocates gathered near the homes of justices brett Kavanaugh and john roberts hoping they can change minds but justice clarence thomas saying quote we can't be an institution that can be bullied into giving you just the outcomes you want this mother's day there are even some calls to protest outside catholic churches
2: Chanting, protesting outside of the Supreme Court justices' homes, a trend I absolutely abhor on both sides. Stop trying to bully people. I've got to comment briefly on the irony of uh, the chant, you don't care if people die. That's kind of at the root of the question there, friends.
0: So I tweeted out a video of uh, people outside of Kavanaugh's home and said uh, this sort of thing needs to end. It won't. And I was looking through some of the replies and um stuff like the right to protest needs to end. Interesting. Thought you guys were libertarians. Um gathering outside somebody's house where they're in there with their wife and kids and sounding that angry is not just Or a their protest.
2: husband and kids, my misogynist friend. Wow. Well wow. this particular video is Kavanaugh, he is a man. Uh, nonetheless.
0: I'm not a biologist, uh, but he appears abhorrent. to be a man.
1: Uh, <laughs>
2: Uh, Oh, yeah, that's clearly bullying. Go to the office. Go to the department. You don't go to people's homes to protest their execution of their professional duties. It's impolite.
0: Out in front of the Supreme Court, uh, uh, you get a permit in March in wherever town, that's fine. But outside people's homes, that's clearly an attempt to frighten you. Absolutely an attempt to frighten you. To, To make you scared to get in your car and back out of the driveway and go to the grocery store. That's what that is.
2: Right, right. Uh, I'm told, I read uh, and and pursued with interest this video. I'm told that the energy outside of Kavanaugh's house was especially intense. Michael, do we have that new uh, chanting clip, please? This is outside Justice Kavanaugh's home.
3: We will not go back. I see you, We
1: will not go back. We will not go back. We will not
2: go back. Uh, uh, okay, don't or go back or go forward. I don't know what you mean. Probably to the pre-row time. All right, please stop your idiotic chanting. And uh, having read, indeed, that the energy was very high there, and the anger seemed palpable. I watched the video. It might have been twenty-five people standing there in the uh, the chill. Uh, okay. But just,
0: just, just the the and both sides. I am equally unhappy with this. No matter what sides on the screaming at people in a restaurant until they have to leave or the standing outside their homes has
2: got to end right it, it it it's all part of this adolescent self-righteousness that my concerns are so important everybody should pay attention or we should let out class or i shouldn't even take an exam or what it's just all this 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 incredible self-indulgent acting like a baby cut it out act like an adult So, uh, a side note,
0: before I get to a couple of Georgetown law professors that show that the Georgetown law has lost its mind on this topic and others. um, A side note, the the people that sign up for, I'm going to stand here and shout at the guy on the other side of this barrier for the cameras. Who are you people? If you know somebody who does that. See if they could come on the air. I'd like to talk to them. Oh, I
2: disagree. It looks like good cardiovascular exercise. (laughs) You get red in the face, a lot of deep breathing. (gasps) You're a bad American. You're going to go to hell. (gasps) You're trying to kill mothers. (gasps) What, 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 What is that? I don't know. You what should, is I do, that? I honestly so you get, don't You get know.
0: 50 people on each side of a little barrier there, red-faced, spit flying out of their mouths, pointing at them, screaming, veins bulging in the necks, I mean, over whatever the topic is, whether it's Obamacare or abortion or whatever it is. And it's for the cameras, I guess?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, and they feel, I think, they just feel like, all right, here's a bunch of people bellowing something, I think, to be terribly untrue and indeed awful. I think they should be countered. I think it's as simple as that.
0: All right. It's got a bit of a
2: tree-in-the-forest aspect to it, though. I mean... Yeah, you hear each other bellow at each other. Nobody else can discern what the hell you're saying, and it doesn't do anybody any good. But Oh, hey, and and one more point on the... I'm so 100% right, and the universe is so behind me, and my cause is so righteous, I get to hurt people. It exists on both sides, but notably... Portland, Seattle, am I wrong on this? Notably, it comes from the left. And indeed, somebody firebombed a Wisconsin pro-life office. Madison, Wisconsin. Of course it was Madison. Hotbed of universities where that bitter self-righteousness and and excusing of violence and extremism is so common. Nice job, uh, lefty America. Way to to give yourselves a good look. You're firebombing a building in Madison, Wisconsin? Sick. So two different Georgetown law professors here. I'll go with
0: the uh, thought-out version and then the tweeted version that I think he'd probably take back if he could. This is an op-ed in the New York Times from a few years back. Georgetown professor Lewis Michael Seidman. As a nation teeters on the edge of chaos, observers are reaching the conclusion that the American system of government is broken, but almost no one blames the culprit. Our insistence on constitutional disobedience must seem radical, but it is as old as the republic. It's doing away with the Constitution. The Constitution oh, no longer I. works. So you got people on the left and the right, right-wing talk show hosts, that this is part of their show every single day. The other side has abused the Constitution. we got to quit letting it get in our way. So we got way too many people on the left and the right who say the Constitution is no longer useful. Um, he ends with, we ought to try extricating ourselves from constitutional bondage so that we can give real freedom a chance. All right? And then he got wow. this other oh, wow. Georgetown law professor who tweeted out uh, over the weekend who was in favor of the shouting at people in front of their homes thing. And before the, oh, see you port January 6th crowd shows up, concerned that people say um so you're okay with violent protests listen Hmm. to this from a freaking top level law school before the oh you so you support january 6 trolls show up the difference is substantive when the mob is right some but not all aggressive tactics are justified when not not
2: (laughs) okay Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh, wise one, please let us know which is which.
2: You are a law
0: professor. Are you kidding me? A law professor who says out loud, well, when the mob is right, it's okay. Oh,
3: what?
2: Hey, Mr. Professor, sir, What? <laughs> when the prosecutors are right, they should be allowed to fake up evidence and pay off witnesses. And when they're wrong, that's terrible. And and, and who is determining in, 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 a, in a moment whether
0: the mob is right or not? Who, who's making that decision? Holy crap. How are you teaching kids? And it's, what is it, probably $50,000 a year to go to that school? Oh,
3: well, at least.
0: You're teaching some of the most, in theory, brightest up-and-coming lawyers in America that when the... And those who had their heads uh, photoshopped onto pole vaulters. That when the mob is right, some, and then in parentheses, but not all, aggressive tactics are justified. Aggressive wow! tactics. Are you kidding me? How is that even possible? I wouldn't think that would fly in a sixth-grade civics class, justifying mob behavior. It, well, it, you know, We do have exceptions. If the mob is correct about something, well, then we should let the mob, you know, do whatever they got to do.
2: Sure, this absolutely. standard.
0: You know, like, I swear, this might, is this going to turn out to be fake today at some point? A number of prominent people responded to it, and there you have it a Georgetown law professor saying the quiet part out loud, or from another uh, a blue check mark. In other words, when my opinion is affirmed, then harassing SCOTUS judges at their homes becomes acceptable. Talk about bad precedents. Like the other side won't pick up where that left off. Yeah, no kidding. The next controversial thing, you don't think you're going to have right wing mobs outside the liberal justices screaming at them? And are y'all, of course, that you of course, as you said in your tweet, there is a substantive difference.
2: That mob would be wrong in your mind. So right. that would they shouldn't do that. Well, and again, oh, great sage, ruling from atop Mount Olympus, tell us which mobs are justified and which are not. We'll need your wise guidance going forward. I, like, that blows my mind. Well, it, the- essentially, he just declared all rioting and looting, mostly peaceful protests. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How in the hell are you a law
0: professor? I know That's it. the opposite of what the whole law thing is. Oh, my God.
2: You know, I got to work on crafting the perfect way to express this. I've expressed it many times. In the face of, I mean, ideology is a hurricane and blows away the structures of intelligence. I mean, without pausing for breath. You can be as bright as hell, but you get wacky and ideological. Your ideology will just neutralize and crush your intelligence. You will ignore the clearly true. You will laugh at the absolutely clearly logical. What a sicko. Sir, you're, for all your intelligence, you're as dumb as a dog. And I apologize to dogs. What an asshat. <laughs> dumb as a dog. Oh. And, 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 one, one more thing, as long as I'm uh, riled up. Uh, the, the folks on the left and the right, you know, I'm, I'm just going to address my friends on the right, since I kind of reside over here on this side of the aisle, the idea that, and a lot of it, uh, friends, a uh, little peek behind the curtain of the business talk radio and cable TV, half this stuff, these guys don't believe. They just, they just test. They have data. They do research research on what will rile you up, what will get you clicking, what will get you to sit through the walk-in tub commercial or whatever. <laughs> and that, that's what they feed you. They're cynical as hell. They don't believe it. But the, it, it, I understand that occasionally on the air I come off as at least confident enough. Okay? I get that. The idea that you and your wisdom and clear perception <laughs> – have decided that the most successful experiment in self-governance since Homo sapiens lifted their self from the slime should be tossed aside because you're so friggin' smart you know better. Are you kidding me? Fate needs to kick you good and hard right in your junk. Please. Wow. Wow. Kicked in the junk. Probably could have come up with a more elegant phrase than that, but I'm mad. (laughs) And when you're mad, you know it's a rough draft of history, right? Thank you,
0: (laughs) Jeez. That's hilarious. Why did all those people die at the resort in the Bahamas? I ought to look into that. Maybe Uh, we can figure uh, it it out. It was
2: Cuba, wasn't it?
0: I was just reading that off straight off the Twitter. Maybe the Twitter was wrong. I thought it was
2: Havana. I could be wrong. I was drinking mint juleps all weekend. What do I know? Does that make you pee green or anything? Or minty? Or minty? Well, wait a minute. Now, that would be something. Uh, Not that I noticed. (laughs) So The discourse has devolved. Um,
0: (laughs) Quickly. (laughs) The threat to Elon Musk from the Russians, among other things, on the way.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
4: Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
3: Snag a Job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers,
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: There are also unconfirmed reports that Vladimir Putin will undergo cancer surgery. Wow, I never thought I'd say this, but hey, good luck, cancer. (laughs) No
0: kidding. Good luck, cancer. How about when's the last time an evil figure on the world stage just keeled over from a massive heart attack? It's happened to friends of mine, like really decent people who had kids who just like slumped over the steering wheel of their car dead. Why can't it happen to Vladimir Putin? Has it ever happened? I can't think of a time. I guess Stalin died, you know, not ancient uh, heart attack. Lenin had a stroke. But come on. Are we uh, on dictators only or does like FDR? Just anybody really bad. Oh, really Did, bad. do you ever find out? You know, they discover a serial killer that he's keeled over. It needs to happen more often. Here, here. Uh, um, Dr. Joe Biden, Joe Biden's wife, visited Zelensky's wife in Ukraine yesterday. That's kind of cool. Nobody had seen Vladimir Zelensky, Zelensky's wife, Mrs. Zelensky, uh, since the whole thing started for obvious reasons and they hung out with some kids and stuff like that, and we said some very positive things about supporting you clear to the end and just, you know, as we continue to reiterate over and over again how uh, how solid we are in our support for Ukraine. So there, there's some, a bunch of other people that are going to visit this week, too. Oh, and Nancy Pelosi on one of the talk shows yesterday, and by the way, the talk shows yesterday were ponderous. They were just pretty much oh, all abortion.
2: Agreed. But uh,
0: right. the did get a question in for Nancy Pelosi about the money that joe biden had asked for and she said oh we're going to get it done they said can you get it done soon oh we have to we're going to get it done soon and if she if she needs to move something and it's got bipartisan support like this it's going to happen pretty fast i think you stand in her way she sends the flying monkeys (laughs) exactly um so this statement out of russia about elon musk From the testimony of the captured commander of the 36th Marine Brigade of the Armed Forces of Ukraine, so apparently they captured a Ukrainian, uh, it turns out that the internet terminals of Elon Musk's Starlink satellite company were delivered to the militants of the Nazi Battalion and the Ukrainian Marines in Mariupol by military helicopters. So still going with the whole their Nazis thing. According to our information, the delivery of the Starlink equipment was carried out by the Pentagon. Elon Musk thus is involved in supplying the fascist forces in Ukraine with military communication equipment. And for this, Elon, you will be held accountable like an adult, no matter how much you play the fool. That was a statement from the Russians yesterday. Elon Musk responding, if I die under mysterious circumstances, it's been nice knowing you. Um, (laughs) Whether he thinks that's a serious threat or not, I do not know. Um, Putin has reached out and poisoned a number of people around the world when he wanted to, so... I certainly, I don't know, I wouldn't be living in fear, but I wouldn't take it as a nothing burger either.
2: No, no, indeed. I'm just, I'm contemplating how we as a country would respond if Elon Musk, uh, all of his hair fell out, he went blind and died suddenly. I mean, if it was absolutely clear what had happened, what would we do at that point?
0: Oh, I think you uh,
2: assassinated...
0: Uh, a prominent U.S. businessman? I, uh, that's,
2: I don't know. I think all bets are off, aren't they? I mean, the sanctions are awfully tight as they are. I I think probably at that point you go after China and you demand that China cut off Russia and, and bring it to its knees or else we will do the same to you all. Because remember, as much as we talk about how we're addicts to Chinese manufacturing and cheap crappy goods and the rest of it, They're addicts to the American and European markets, too, to a large extent. By the way, Elon Musk tweeted out some things about Twitter,
1: which
0: he now owns over the weekend, some changes he's going to make to Twitter, which we'll talk about later. He's going to get rid of a whole bunch of employees and replace them with something else. But he also said, also, work ethic expectations will be extreme, but much less than I demand of myself. So because he works 20 hours a day and never sleeps, he's going to expect a lot out of... uh, his employees
2: Oof. well i wonder if he's done a bit of an audit of twitter and who works there and and figured out it's a progressive slacker's paradise and he's not going to have it
0: could be could be uh, this news came out over the weekend i don't know if you're looking to buy a house god i looked at a house in the town i live in yesterday it was, it was a for sale sign went up the other day and i thought oh, i'll get one of the, the flyer off the thing because i'm in a rental right now It's like are you freaking kidding me how could that possibly be the price of this house? Oh, how oh, could that possibly? And with this now, the average rate for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage in the United States hit 5.3 percent at the end of the week. So the highest number in what is that? 13 years. And we're going to go up from here.
2: Moving up.
0: And uh, I saw that broken down. we could get to that later, and how much that adds to the average mortgage on the average home in America is like 600 dollars a month or something like that, just in the last couple of months. Yeah, the average mortgage has gone up six hundred dollars. If you are going to yeah. go out and buy a
2: house, I'd like to hear those numbers because that's that's where the rubber meets the road, really, and that affects the entire market. Oh, of course, just got to believe it's going to cool off soon. You know, I own a house, uh, and and uh, you know, I, I look at the various estimates for what it's worth and think, Good God, can that be true? But what am I going to do? Sell it and live in a cave or something? I mean, pff, well, it just, cool It's off, on paper. For cool now.
0: cool off doesn't does doesn't feed the bulldog. It needs to go backwards for it to be anywhere near reasonable. Just incredible. And I'll bet that house I was looking at yesterday will be sold by today. Probably. Yeah. yeah. How long can that last? I don't know.
2: Huh. Nobody does. I don't does. know.
0: Stock market taking a big hit today? Eh, whatever.
2: whatever. It'll all work out. So uh, coming up next hour, a couple of things I'd love to squeeze in if we can. Uh, in defense of ranked choice voting. I'm really intrigued by this idea, plus how Roe v. Wade going away is going to help America in so many ways. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast.
0: It's Armstrong and Getty on demand.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
3: information.